Greetings Star Wars Nation and welcome to World Reviews and today we're going to be talking about the new solo movie. Now this comes with a lot of spoilers, you have been warned, so sit down buckle up and hit that hyperdrive because World Reviews starts now. Alright boys and girls, my name is Ro, and yes, the new solo movie is here right now, playing in the movie theater. And maybe not a movie that a lot of us wasn't asking for, but I gotta say I did have fun watching this film, more so probably than The Last Jedi. What I really enjoy about the solo movie is that we got to see Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo and Jonas as Chewbacca interact with one another, and I really felt like the chemistry was there. I know that Jonas has done you know, two other movies besides this one. And he played, you know, Chewbacca and he did it very well. But this is the first time we see him interacting with Alden Ehrenreich as a young Han Solo and playing off of one another. And it really did feel like Alden was Han Solo. He did not copy, you know, Harrison Ford's character from A New Hope or from the original trilogy, but he made it his own. The essence of Solo was there. And that's all I really wanted. The essence, you know, maybe some of the mannerisms, but for sure I just wanted that chemistry be between him and Chewbacca. I really enjoy the supporting cast in this movie, such as Beckett, L3, Vel, Kira, Rio, and Lando. And I know a lot of these actors are big time actors or come from big franchises, but as an audience, you do get submerged in who they are as characters and you really start getting interested in what they have to bring to this movie. So I really believe that the casting crew did an awesome job bringing all these actors to be a part of this solo movie so now I'm gonna jump in into some of my favorite scenes from the solo movie and this comes with a lot of spoilers you have been warned and the first scene is seeing the love story between Han Solo and Kira and how they're young they don't have family they only have one another they want to skip Corellia they want to leave the life behind and as they're being chased down into the spaceport you know Han is trying to bribe this Imperial officer with some, you know, I guess it's an expensive type of fuel that it goes a lot in the black market. And as the officer lets both Kira and Han leave, Kira is pulled behind and Han is the one that makes it out into the door. And so it eventually separates both of them. And you see how Han is torn up because he loves Kira. He doesn't want to see her there. He knows that if he goes back, he's going to get killed. We don't know what's going to happen to her. We don't know if she's going to also get killed for trying to escape. But as Han made a promise to her, as he's yelling through that door that he's going to come back for her and get her, he joins the Empire and signs up to become part of the Empire or the army in the Empire. In this movie, we also get to see how Han Solo met Chewbacca. And as three years have passed by and Han comes across Beckett, Val, and Rio, you know, for talking back and thinking that he can get Beckett back or, you know, uncover Beckett's plan into stealing this ship from the Empire. He's sent to the hole where he's supposed to be fed to this monster and the monster turns out to be Chewbacca. And so the whole interaction between Chewie and Han, I thought it was pretty funny and I can see that happening even though, you know, we finally see it on the big screen. If they would have wrote this in a book or a comic book, I think that it's a good introduction to these two characters that, you know, they're both trying to escape. 
Chewie might have been hungry. He doesn't really want to kill him, but if it's, you know, between Chewie's life and Han Solo's life, Chewie's gonna take Solo down. And so you see how they both work together trying to get out of the hole, which they do. But that's the startup of this, you know, beautiful relationship between Han Solo and Chewbacca. And so I really felt like that scene was well played. It was funny. I really enjoy it. So I'm glad they give us this scene. And I am sure, you know, we were all speculating. We were probably, you know, 100% or 99% sure that we were gonna get uh, something along the lines of showing us Chewie and Han, which they did. So I'm glad that they did it this way because at first I was like, is it gonna be like one of those fake monsters that we got in Rogue One or The Last Jedi or The Force Awakens? But no, it is the mighty Chewbacca that we see in the hole. So I'm glad Han got to meet Chewie in this way. We also got to see some space sequences like the train sequence, like Han Solo being part of the Empire and being in that war. But my favorite one was in the mine refineries when we got to see the mighty Chewbacca be the mighty Chewbacca. Him tearing, you know, arm limbs of, you know, a man's body. Him grabbing a man and spiking him to the ground, which you can see that in the trailers. But just him using his strength and trying to save the Wookiees and trying to help Han and the crew. And so something that we have heard before in the original trilogy, we actually got to see Chewbacca in, you know, this big old sequence in the refinery mines. When it comes to the third act, I really enjoy seeing Kira kill Drayden Voss because Drayden is not my favorite character. I didn't think he was a good villain. I think he was a throwaway villain. And so when she killed him at the end, I was like, okay, good riddance. This guy is not gonna come back for maybe a solo two or ever in the Star Wars universe. So I was glad that she got rid of him. I was also happy to see the Kessel Run and even though the Millennium Falcon suffered some bruises and scratches along the way because of the Kessel Run, I was glad that the Kessel Run was what it was and it was seen on the big screen. I really thought before the Kessel Run, it was part of maybe some, you know, Han Solo racing but it was not so and the Kesselron was made because they needed to save their lives. Uh, what I thought it was a little bit cheesy was that little octopus type of animal. Uh, but overall, I really enjoy seeing the Kesselron and, and now we know the reason why it was made and the reason why the Millennium Falcon looks what it looks like and that's because of the Kesselron. When it comes to Beckett, even though we saw it a mile away that Beckett was gonna betray Han, I was glad and it was kind of satisfying to see the scene and the reason was because now we know why Han doesn't really trust people and you know I can see Han seeing Beckett as a mentor maybe someone that he can lean upon because Han obviously grew up without a family and so seeing Beckett betray Han and giving him that lesson that you shouldn't trust anyone and seeing the betrayal just played out on the big screen I was kind of happy that we got to see it so that we can understand the psychic of you know Han the reason why he doesn't trust people and so you know I was also glad that Han shot first that he himself got to kill Beckett and it was not just an accident or someone else killing Beckett but it was Han this man betrayed Han and even though you know Han didn't want to kill him he had no choice but to shoot first and my absolute favorite was the reveal of Darth Maul at the end of this movie and it kind of left my head scratching in the movie theater because 
I really wanted to know how did Darth Maul get involved with this organization? How did Kira get involved in this organization? And why are these two people partners now? And why would Kira, you know, I guess betray Han Solo and not live a happily ever after? And instead she runs away to meet Darth Maul. And so it just left a lot of questions for me and I think that was probably the point of Lucasfilm to just leave us fans with more questions and maybe possibly have a solo part two for this movie. I'm not sure. I guess we will have to wait if it does well in the box office. But I'm hoping that Lucasfilm doesn't look at the box office or the loss in the box office and give us a second movie or maybe a book or a comic book explaining you know the link and the threads between you know Kira and Darth Maul and for some of the things I did not enjoy about this movie is one how Solo got his last name you know how this Imperial officer just gives him the last name Solo because he doesn't have one and honestly if I was Han I would have just gotten rid of the last name I could have been like Madonna you know just one name Han or if he, you know, would have just changed his last name to something else, it, that would have been better than what we got in this movie. I don't know why he kept that solo last name. If he doesn't even like the Imperials or the Empire. And so I just thought that scene was kind of, you know, it was kind of cheesy. Another thing was uh, Drayden Voss. He was a throwaway villain. He, I, I, I was not afraid of him. He was not a fearful villain. I think a better villain would have been Darth Maul. But I understand that Han could not or should not mean Maul because he doesn't believe in the dark side or in, you know, hocus pocus religion, which is the force, you know. And I understand that because we hear that in A New Hope. But Maul would have been a better villain, more fearful villain than Drayden Voss. And the last thing that I did not like was uh, Emphis Ness. The whole, you know, syndicate or organization, you know, pirates. I really felt like they should have just came clean from the beginning of the movie instead of waiting towards the end and that they were making their own little rebellion, I guess. Or I know that it, it talks about it. We hear a lot in, in Rebels and, you know, in comic books and stuff that right now the rebellion is not just one centralized group, but there are different... Uh, different type of cells and even like Saul Guerrero they're kind of like more of a terrorist in a sense warriors and so I understand that there are different cells throughout the galaxy and emphasis was one of them uh, but I just felt like we could have saved ourselves a lot of drama if they would just come out at the end and just telling them like hey you know we are part of the rebellion we need this stuff you know just give it to us or let's just you know take half I don't know, I just felt like there were also throwaway villains, even though they were, they looked like they were villains, but they were not villains. You know, they just made the audience believe they were villains. Overall guys, I really enjoyed the solo movie. I came out liking this movie, not like The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi, I felt like I didn't like it, but I didn't hated it. And so I was kind of stuck in the middle. I had all these feelings th that I could not process of The Last Jedi. But this movie, I came out really enjoying it, really liking it. And it was something of a positive spin into maybe our fandom and Star Wars fans. But what did you guys think about this film? Did you guys enjoy, you know, what they have brought, Lucasfilm have brought or gave us in, in the storyline of Solo? 
or do you still believe that we should have not gotten a solo movie that it was a terrible movie maybe you don't want to see any more standalone movies comment below let us know and also don't forget to ring that little notification bell guys this helps me a lot so that you guys know when my content is uploaded and also with that don't forget to like and subscribe to my channel and like always can't wait to guys have you back here at rural reviews